Joining us in the trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics, is the recipient of a game ball from the Buffalo Bills victory. Tight end coach, James Casey. Man, his group step up. 10 catches, 13 targets. They caught 10 of them for 101 yards and two touchdown passes. Joe Burrow threw two. Both worked to the tight ends. Unbelievable effort. Smith versus Smith Jr. catches one. Drew Sample catches one. Big, big plays in this football game. And James Casey was the guiding light. He does an unbelievable job coaching the tight end group. Of course, everybody's like, got to trade for a tight end before the trade deadline. Got to improve that position group. James Casey just said, okay, guys, let's keep our nose to the grindstone. Let's cover every single detail. Let's be ready. We want to make no mistakes. No assignment error is acceptable in any football game at the tight end position. Do not sleep on the Bengals' tight ends. They proved why against the Buffalo Bills. Good for you. Joining in the trenches, smart move, because our special guest today, tight end coach James Casey with the Cincinnati Bengals, played the position himself, now coaching the position in the National Football League. And every single one of his players that I talked to that have had the pleasure of playing for Coach James Casey said they came out of it learning so much about the game of football and the game of life as well. Welcome, sir. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Dave, and th yeah, thanks for having me on. And always trying to get some love for these tight ends. You know, they kind of do a lot of the dirty work. So for them to, you know, get some shine is uh, is awesome. It is. And and how about the performance that the tight ends put forth in the in, in a in a football game? You know, a must win. You know, I, it, you you want to play well against the better teams in the AFC, and and you couldn't have couldn't have asked for more out of your position group against Buffalo. Ten catches, hundred one yards. Joe Burrow threw two touchdown passes. Tight ends caught those touchdown passes. One heck of a night, wasn't it? No, oh, it was a yeah, it was an amazing night. I mean, Sunday night football with you know all their peers watching and you know a lot of a lot of eyeballs on them. And a big AFC matchup like that. It was, it was you know I was just proud of the guys and just happy for them to. You know how tight ends go. Like you don't sometimes you don't get a lot of opportunities and sometimes you you may get a couple and sometimes you have games like that where it just the way the game goes, like you get some, you get more opportunities than you're, than you usually do. And just like I've been talking about all year to these guys about, you know, we've, we've been doing some good things, a lot of stuff that doesn't get noticed in the run game and pass protection and, and, you know, route stuff where sometimes, you know, sometimes our job is to get covered. We're trying to grab the safety so we can get Jamar and T and TB and open, but just always be ready for your opportunities because you never know we're going to come. And that's what kind of, Kind of hamstring us a little bit early early in the season as we had a couple of chances here and there and we you know we did we could you know i'm sure the guys wish they could add some of those plays back and that's that's how it goes in football though sometimes it does, you know it doesn't work out and but they do things the right way and then you have games like that where it just so happens everything comes together and you get those opportunities and now 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 they've raised their standard up a little bit what did it mean to you after the game coach when uh zach taylor tossed you a game ball because of the play of the tight ends and I know all the tight ends were excited about about that and in typical James Casey fashion you toss the football to Irv Smith Jr. I mean right away it's like you know hey here you go guys I mean but th that had to be a, a prideful moment for you to be recognized like that and well deserved. 
yeah, it means, you know, it means everything coming from the head coach. And, but it did give me the heebie-jeebies a little bit as a tight end coach. Like I'm trying to, I want to, you know, it's not about me at all. And I'll try to stay out of the way a lot of times and just make sure we're focused on my tight ends and they're doing their job. And cause Zach and Brian and, you know, a lot of some of the other positions, they got a lot more stuff going on, even though we got to know a whole bunch of stuff, but we're also just the nature of our position is being unselfish, being team players. And, and, and then when he gave me the ball, you know, it means a lot, but it's not, it's not like I did much, you know, like they're, they're, the players are out there, the ones doing it. So I, I should have got her attention first, but I just had to get it in my hands as quick as possible because they're the ones that are making all the plays. I'm just trying to help them as much as I can. You're right though. The, the tight end position, I mean, relied on to run block at the end of the line of scrimmage, pass protection. You know, they're involved in let's pick up and blocking defensive ends a lot of times and, and everything that goes along with that. And then making sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do from a route running standpoint in the pass game. I mean, that is a lot of responsibility. That's a plethora of assignments. And that's one thing that all your players talk about with you, Coach, is that, man, you are just – the attention to detail is extraordinary, you know. And and they go into every football game knowing exactly what they're supposed to do, how they're supposed to do it, when they're supposed to do it. And, uh, you know, mistakes, they're not tolerable. I mean, you know, you just don't don't make mistakes. You do a great job with your guys that way. I appreciate, yeah, it's, you know, it, it appreciate you saying all those things. And it is, you know, I'm biased, of course, because all I do is watch tight ends all the time, coach tight ends, and I'm constantly just thinking about tight ends. I play tight ends, so I'm biased. But I think, you know, tight ends are some of the, you know, like as far as just human beings, you know, like the great tight ends that can block and stuff, they're some of like the upper echelon type of people because you got to be unselfish. You got to be really, really smart to know all the things they got to know. You got to be really tough because you're, we're overmatched in everything we do, you know, whether we're blocking, you know, Miles Garrett or TJ Watt, like they're bigger than us. You know, they're, they're get paid millions and millions of dollars. And, you know, we, some, sometimes get paid millions and millions, but sometimes don't. And they still got to match up just as if they were an offensive tackle that's getting paid millions to block those guys. And we got to do the same thing, but we're just tight ends doing it. So, yep. you know, nobody really ever cares or pays attention to it, but it's important. And same thing in pass protection blocking, you know, we're matched up on defensive ends, not all the time. Sometimes the pass protections, we're one on one with, you know, their their freakazoid, you know, defensive end like Von Miller or something like that, and we got to block him just as if the tackle was, and then we got to run routes like a receiver, even though we weigh 40, 50 pounds more and we're not as fast, but it's it's supposed to look just like that, and if it doesn't look like that, you know, we got to get better at it. And it's like we're disadvantaged in everything, but so we got to rely on like you taught, like like when I try to just ingrain in my guys, we are we got to rely on details, technique. You know, mindset, attitude, your effort, your finish, all the little bitty things got to be perfect for us to be successful because we're, we're, we get put in tough spots sometimes. And a lot of times if you're not showing up as a tight end, it means you're probably doing a pretty damn good job. It means you're probably doing a good job against the defensive end. He's not in the backfield. You're not getting edged or beat inside. And so if you're just kind of going through the game and a lot of stuff that we do, it doesn't, it doesn't get shown up because most people are just watching the football. You know, during the game or during if you watch on TV, you just watch where the football goes. You don't really see what the guys that are blocking do. You don't really see the guys that are running off on certain routes. And so they you gotta be unselfish and they are. And we uh you know, I appreciate the heck out of getting some, you know, showing some love for the guys this week and and then but it's still, you know, it's still back to the basics. You know, a lot of our stuff we do is blocking and then capitalize capitalizing when we get those opportunities. True sample, I think, is a, is a great example. I, I can picture him in my mind 
you know, straining and, stre- and, and giving everything he has, blocking an edge rush defensive end like you described, and Joe Burrow throwing a touchdown pass because he was able to get that done. You know, just fighting every inch of the way, um, you know, <laughs> giving ground grudgingly, as the old saying goes, you know, and just yeah. working, working. And then, you know, he, he's rewarded uh, with a touchdown. And, and take us through what the, that call, the, the timing of that call was outstanding and what Drew had to do and how he executed it so well to pick up that touchdown that he did. No, I mean, it was really a great, great, you know, obviously great call by Zach and Brian and unbelievable job by Burrow to see him. But, you know, Drew's a really smart guy and he does a lot of different things for us that kind of go unrecognized. But, you know, you see him in the backfield some with, and doing some pass protection stuff, which is, you know, you know, as an offensive lineman, like there's a lot of stuff going on in pass protection that, you know, you know, most people don't understand about the different yep. fronts and the, these NFL blitz packages can get really complex. So he's smart enough to understand that stuff and to get the job done as a blocker. So, it gives you freedom as you know within our coaching staff to kind of put him in different spots it makes it tough for the defense to kind of know is he playing tight end is he in the backfield but within that one particular play we were you know anytime you get in that you know, red zone type area you're expect you know you're expecting they could be bringing pressure or even zero pressure so you want to make sure you got to protect it first and but they ended up playing uh, two man and so they had two deep safeties and and you know drew's trying to help the offensive line a little bit you know, like like you're always trying to help as you get out, and the guy that was covering Drew just added on to the blitz. Right. And, and unbelievable job of Burrow to see that and just dumped it to him. So there's, you know, as you saw, there's nobody on him. And then, really, most proud of him, you know, breaking the tackle to get in the end zone because that's something, you know, that's things that, you know, we talk about all the time as a, as an offense as a coaching staff and we work on the practice and and individually. So, for him to be able to kind of, you know, attack that one guy and kind of sidestep and and make make rap miss like that that's it's much better to score a touchdown right there even than being in first and goal from the, the four or five so for him to score was was huge it was that was that was so well executed and so well done and it, it, big play i mean massive play um what about earth smith jr i mean he had the unfortunate fumble and it wasn't due to lack of effort it was due due to trying to do too much i mean he's trying to strain and, and try to get as much as he can and just you know learn lesson learned, you know, don't expose the ball like that. And uh, if you can avoid doing something like that and um, ball security is a big deal. Okay. It, it, mistakes happen. The fans, I mean, they, they want to put him six feet under, they want to bury the guy, you know, with one mistake. And, and, uh, and, and Joe goes, goes right back to him. I mean, goes to him to set up his touchdown. Then the route he ran on that touchdown reception. I mean, this, this, this dude's got talent now. I mean, big time talent made a, made a great catch, great effort on that, on that football, take us through that that sequence and that, those that series of plays that, as you remember, with Irv Smith Jr. Yeah, Irv's been doing a great job. Irv, I mean, he it's hard to pick up a whole you know the whole offense you know as a tight end. You got to know so much stuff, and we did the same thing with Hayden last year. And it, there were some growing pains too, but you know we it's it's always easier when you're winning, you're winning, and you're kind of correcting those things. And and Irv wants to do, you know, he, he he cares a lot and he's smart and he's tough and he's, he's a great guy. Like he's doing everything right. And he just wants to make, you know, he wants to help and do as much as he can. And like you were talking about last week with the fumble, you know, it's, it's not that he's, you know, he's, he's, he wants so bad to do something, you know, you, you kind of start pressing a little bit and, and, it, and, you know, it's, it's hard in football to, when you're, when you're, you know, you're out there and, and you're not, you know, if you're a pass catching guy and you're not getting the ball thrown to you a lot of times, 
you you know he's unselfish and not complain or anything like that but it's, you just you know sometimes it's hard to kind of get in the game sometimes like getting those balls early on but so that was great for this last game for to get him involved early you know with like the first play he was in there you know caught like a little what we call like a little you know pivot route and then great job running after the catch and 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 then that the touchdown play was was it was great to see because it's things that it's like things that experienced you know veteran route running guys can do and younger players sometimes don't do as much and things that we talk about a lot like to be able to break the guy had outside leverage on that corner route and he broke his leverage and game was some at the top but then he stayed vertical to open his hips up instead of just breaking his leverage and running out of it which a lot of guys do so he broke his leverage and then pushed vertical to flip his hips and then quick enough to separate and track the ball in the corner like that and, and get you know make sure he's in bounds it's and it, i mean i was just so happy for him because he's he's he cares. He's, he's worked really hard. He wants to win. He does everything right. And yeah, we we've, we've been taking a little heat as tight ends. And I was talking to my wife about like I, I knew they were going to play well that game. Like I just I told her before the game I was that like throughout like Wednesday Thursday I was like the tight ends are going to ball out this game because they care. They know that you know we you know they haven't made a couple plays here and there that we wish we should have, and they know they should have made the plays. So they're the type of guys that. You know, they're not feeling sorry for themselves or they're not complaining about stuff. They're saying we're going to fix it. And I could just tell th throughout the week, like with how they were, that like they were they were. I didn't know we were going to get that many chances in the past game, but I knew they were going to play great during this game. Man, it was great to see him celebrate, too. I mean, like the pressure was relieved, you know, and pure joy. He gets up and does that. <laughs> Man, with those knees, I'm thinking I could never even think about doing that with my knees the way they feel right now. But he showed that. And that hamstring has to feel pretty good for him to do what he was doing there. And, and just watching him do that, I'm thinking, man, this I just I just love that, you know, it's almost like a kid scoring in the backyard to win a touch football game, you know, and he gets up and he's all excited and having fun. And that's, you know what? The game's still supposed to be fun, man. It's supposed to be like that, you know? And to see him reacting that way, I was like, I love that. I love that big time. Uh, it was, I mean, it's awesome, man. That's exactly like you said, like, you know, all the, we put all the work in when you go out there on Sundays and it's time to play, like you're supposed to be having fun. But right, like an old coach told me, the, you know how you spell fun? W-I-N. Like it's not fun unless <laughs> you win. So you're right. We, we got to win. And then when we're winning and we're doing well, then we can have some fun with it. So you had four tight ends up on the roster, you know, for the football game. And, and all of them contributed, obviously, special teams as well. And uh, special teams is is a is a big big deal, and it's going to be a, a big one in in this game. And uh, dominated in the field position aspect of it, put uh, put Buffalo on a lot of long fields. I mean, their best drive start was their 35 yard line. You know, uh, Bengals get a couple of short fields because of turnovers, and uh, it, it, you know, in Buffalo territory, and that that disparity. I mean, it was significant uh, in that football game. Take us through, give us a, a little uh, James Casey thumbnail scouting report on your four tight ends, whatever that were up for that football game, any, any order you so choose, give us uh, your take on, on uh, kind of what they do best, what they're all about. Yeah. I appreciate uh, You know, I love talking about the tight ends. Like, the, yep. you know, I, I get to talk to the guys all the time, but don't ever get to talk to the outside world much, but right. They're all great people. Number one, great people. They're all really, I mean, I think people would be amazed that, but they would be impressed with how like intelligent these guys are, with the amount of stuff that they got to know and their work ethic, like, you know, it's the NFL sometimes gets a bad rap with some of the uh, certain guys that, that the media and stuff focuses on, and as opposed to like some of the every down, everyday guys that are putting all that work in. They, uh, 
they're smart and tough and they're versatile guys but starting with irv he's he's a little bit undersized but he's quick you know he's athletic he's a good route running running guy he can run after the catch when he when he you know i'm expecting even more of that the rest of the year and he's a tough blocker he's he's limited with his size you know and you don't have the long arms sometimes the longer guys can kind of get separation from you but it, he dang sure is going to put his face in there and go after people as a blocker which is you know as simple as that is it's rare for tight ends to go after people and he's, he's a versatile guy he can catch passes and he can also block and then drew is above average you know up there in the upper echelon to me as far as blocking tight ends like he he's a legit blocker on the end of the line of scrimmage at the point of attack you know he's at the point of attack most of the time on these dns he's he can pass protect really well he's really really i mean like really intelligent super intelligent he can get in the backfield and do some running back stuff he's played special teams you know quite a bit and and he's got you know he's not just like like a big slug like some of the blocking tight ends are around the league like he's 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 not like a super twitchy guy, which some guys just aren't real twitchy, but he's he's got good straight line speed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the more and more opportunities he gets in the pass game, I think the more he'll be able to show that he can do. And, you know, what the good as our quarterback is, it's a lot of this just being where he's supposed to be. And then when he throws it to you, catch it, and you have to fill it. And so, you know, hopefully we get more and more chances. And then Mitchell Wilcox is – he's year four here. And so I've been – this is my fourth year with him. Drew, I've been with five years, and Mitchell is – just like a well-rounded player. I mean, he plays special teams. He can block. He's really, really tough. I mean, up up there more so than most people, like really tough. And, and that, you know, and I, I consider myself a really, really tough guy. So I don't just throw out tough, like very often. Like, he, he's a tough guy. He, he'll he go after defenders. You'll see him a lot of times after plays where he'll be kind of getting a little extra in. Yeah. But he's smart enough to know to stay away from personal fouls. But He's not the type of guy like some tight ends where they just go out there and they just get in the way and then they let go and they kind of watch. Like he ain't watching. He's, he's going after guys. He's like I tell him all the time. We don't have any friends out there. We're, this is football. We're not slapping guys on the butt. We're not high fiving guys. Like we're not your friends. We're trying to attack these guys. We're trying to punish them. We're trying to embarrass these guys. And he he takes that mindset to heart and the way he plays. And he's a you know he's a good pass catcher too. If he you know when he gets opportunities. And he just does his job. He's a, he's a, you know, he's a solid player. Glad we got him. You need depth at tight end too, because the throughout a seventeen game season, they're asked to do so many things. Like so, sometimes they get nicked up. Some, you know, you want to make sure they're fresh throughout the whole year. Right. And then Tanner Hudson, you know, showed up and he's he's played a lot of football. He's in I think year six and he's played in a Super Bowl. He got a target from Brady in the Super Bowl, and so he's played ball. He just hadn't like stuck on anywhere. But you can obviously, I think anybody can tell when you're watching, you know, the little bit he's been here, it's like he can catch the ball. Mm-hmm. He can run the catch. And he's 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 way more athletic than what people think. He runs way better than people think. He's got, you know, really good ball skills. He's real smart as a pass catcher. Like he knows I used to think it was silly, but he's really a good get like understands how to like set in zone and like wrap defenders and work work to the open spot, work back negative. He he understands like scramble situations of getting to where the quarterback can see him and getting in that window. And he's not afraid as a blocker either. He's his frame kind of limits him as a blocker just because he's not a thick guy. But like you know, you saw uh on Sunday night he was down there blocking duo on the you know the low red zone for us to score. You know, you know, he should have moved the defense middle a little more, but you know, he was there and Mixon made a great a great cut. And that's one thing with him is just he's a real good pass catcher just get, and he's you know just putting it all together. I'm thinking right now, hopefully this is the time where he puts it everything together. 
and he's and he understands that you know you get you you're a great pass catcher but you know, sometimes you got to run routes to get covered you know like sometimes it's your job to make sure the safety doesn't make the play on the on a on a ball that we're throwing at jamar or t or tb and sometimes you just need to be at your landmark you might you might could get open if you worked worked to move on him but you then you may run run underneath somebody else's route so sometimes you just got to sit there and then as a blocker just understand that we can't just be 100 percent passer in the game like you have to be able to you have to go to block and he can he doesn't shy away from it it's just you know perfecting that technique and being consistent with his technique and you know he's got you know i'm excited to see him get hopefully more and more opportunities because he, he's a good player and then the last one is zach who's on the practice squad zach gentry he's played a lot of ball for for pittsburgh in the last couple of years and he's a great he's a year five great person like super tall like big dude can block you know is so i gotta i mean i'm i'm like you probably tell I'm like fired about my room this year and I'm excited they finally got some love because I've got five veteran guys that all love football. They're all smart. They all care. So we have a great room of guys that just, it's all about ball. We also can just talk about life and like know that I'm around like great people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always a, a sign um, when, when players during their own time go to their coach's office to watch extra tape because they want to be around that coach. That's when you got it going, man. The trust between player and coach is is just coach and player is just that's solid gold. And that's what you have with your guys. Your guys love to be around you. And um, you know, it's 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 phenomenal to see. Tanner, that, go ahead. The that is, you know, that that those guys are like that where they want to work extra and do and also like a great sign to me is you know, instead of me talking all the time, which I am, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help them as much as I can. Like I'm rooting for them more than anybody out there, and I want to give them tools and try to help them throughout the week. But also, they they talk amongst each each other all the time too. Like when they're out there on a play or something, they'll come back and they'll ask each other about what they saw or what they th- think about you know ideas and stuff. And that's to me, that's a great sign is when they're they're thinking about stuff on their own instead of just me telling them all the time. They're thinking about it. As they watch the film at home, like they're thinking about how certain defensive ends play. They're thinking about, you know, how certain guys cover. And that's when you can take it to the next step is when they're when they're doing it all on their own. And you're just, you know, I look at it, we're working together. It's not me dictating anything. I'm, we're working together to make sure we're all doing everything we can to be successful when we go out there on Sunday. Do you feel like when you were talking about Tanner having a great feel for you know, when to sit and how to find soft spots and in, in coverage and seams and all that sort of thing. Do you think having played the quarterback position is is uh, part of that uh, mindset of his? I think it is. I think it, I think that does matter. And I, like I mentioned before, like when I first started coaching or when I was playing, I, you know, I would hear people say he, 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 you know, like a scouting kind of thing, like he does a good job of settling in zones and and I always be like, well, I mean, how hard is that? Just like if they're not, you know, if the players are not there, just set right here in a certain spot. Like, and as a player, it just seemed like it was kind of second nature for me sometimes to like just find that spot. But I was a quarterback as well, so I think that does, you know, pl- you kind of understand like coverages and yep. the angles of certain guys because football is all about you know space, angles, and timing on everything. So it's it's all about what kind of space do we have, what kind of angle do we need to create, or do we have, and then. What what is the time I need to be like to be able to make that thing happen? And so the quarterback aspect, I think, does have a lot to do with it. And just understanding coverages, like being able to identify man zone, single high, two high, 
And so you can kind of know how to have a plan of attack before the ball snap. Like I talk a lot about that with those guys in, in the past game for sure. It's like, don't just run like certain, certain routes. You just need to run, but don't be out there just thinking I'm just running. Like you may have a seam route. You're not just, you're running, but see what the coverage is and see what, how you need to run to get there. Maybe you need to spray your release to get the guy moving. Maybe you need to take a, you know, you just need to go there right now. Like if, that way when it's man or when you're getting matched, you kind of already have a plan of how to stem the defender and set him up and get him flipped. And then always making him think it's something else. So, you, so they can't just, you know, grab a hold of you all the time. Offensively in the, the last two games, San Francisco 49ers, damn good football team. They could be in the Super Bowl for the NFC. I mean, who knows? Uh, and then the Buffalo Bills, you know, we, we know they're a perennial playoff team. Uh, it's it's turned into a, a rivalry as such for the, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Offensively, against the 49ers, no penalties in the offensive uh, side of things in that football game. One bogus penalty on the, in the entire game. They called D.J. Reader for tackling a quarterback, and they call him for a 15-yard penalty on a sack, which was mind-boggling to me. It should have been a zero-penalty game. And then in this football game against Buffalo, no giveaways. So you go no penalties against San Francisco, no self-destruction whatsoever, and I think just one turnover. And then in this football game, no giveaways whatsoever. And you're going to win a lot of football games playing like that against that high-level, high-caliber team, aren't you? Absolutely. Like Zach talks about a lot, and it's like our slogan is like, it's about us. Like we're, you know, we know we're preparing for the defense, but if we just do our job, we feel like we're talented enough. We got the right type of guys that are motivated, that are competitive. We're going to make plays, you know, number one, our quarterback is a stud. So, and he, you know, he's such a good player that if we're just doing our job, we'll be in probably good, good spot. And we, I know in our, my room, I talk about it a lot about, about don't not beating yourself. And I show clips of around the league of tight ends all each week. I show, it's probably my favorite thing to do. And I think one of the most important things to do getting ready for a game is to show around the league that week of what went bad and pass protection, where the bad, where the bad penalties showed up, like where the, the ball security stuff showed up so they can see it happen. And so you kind of, because there's so many different scenarios that can happen in a game. And, you know, you, a lot of it is just, you know, it's tough. Your job is always tough, but it, if you just do your job and you're doing it the right way with, and you're staying consistent and you're never letting your guard down about and getting the bad things, bad things happen, we'll probably be in good shape. And then it's about just, you know, the expectation of making that play every snap, like just a mindset thing, like where you're not getting surprised when they throw the ball. Or you're, you're kind of not letting up a little bit as, as a blocker, and all, that's when the ball hits right behind you. You all, as a tight end, you always got to sit at the point of attack, and you always have to expect the ball to be thrown. And then the expectation and the de- and the, the determination. It's like there's some guys out there you you know you see that you're just like that guy just makes plays. I mean, I always look pretty. He just makes plays. Right. He's just got that determination to do it. And then you'll see other guys that are a little hesitant. You know, they're a little, they're second guessing themselves. They're kind of like they you know they're. They're not bursting out of the brakes. They're just they're just not playing full speed. You know, like some guys just don't play full speed. Some guys do. You know, it's just confidence and it's a mindset thing going into the game. So let me get you out of here on this one, Coach. Uh, Frank Pollock, former San Francisco 49er, uh, went back to San Francisco, obviously saw a bunch of old teammates, old friends, all that sort of thing. But, you know, he's there to win a football game, and the Bengals beat the 49ers, and he felt great about it. You, the, a former Houston Texan, here come the Texans, Texans to Cincinnati. Uh, you're going to feel pretty good about the fact uh, if, if the Bengals can can put that uh, this game in the left-hand column and that W column. Does it give you a little 
little extra juice coach or is not that big a deal to you? No, it does. It, it does because they're the team that drafted me. You know, I played there four years. I, I think the only one player left is John Weeks or Snapper that I played with. But also, I mean, with D'Amico Ryans, I played with D'Amico in Houston for multiple right. years. And I played with D'Amico in Philadelphia for two years. I think I played with D'Amico wow. five years. So I know D'Amico well and, you know, great guys. But this is about football. It's about winning, you know, and it's also, you know, I remember we played here in Cincinnati when I was in Houston. That's like the first time that the Texans ever clinched the playoff berth was here in this stadium. So there's a lot of great memories from that. But now it's all about, you know, I know they got the, you know, they got the, the first round defensive end, you know, Will Anderson, they got Jerry Hughes. Like I'm, I'm focused on that now, make sure my tight ends are going to be ready to go and, and go get after these defensive ends and, and find a way to win the game. But it, it is just a little special just because I know so many people still in Houston too. that are still sure. Texas fans. So I want to make sure I have the bragging rights throughout the, <laughs> throughout the season, off season, the season to, to we got to get this one done. I love it. And I, I lied. I got to ask you this um, because during, uh, during the week here, there's been all kinds of uh, conversation with Zach about hiring you as the, as the tight end coach. Give me your side of your, your side of the story of, of how you and Zach connected and how you came to the Cincinnati Bengals to be the, the tight end coach. I mean, you, you were definitely a target. I mean, he, 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 he wanted to uh, make sure that he had James Casey on that staff. Give me your, your a version of, or your memory of uh, how that all unfolded. No, and I'm forever grateful that he, he, he gave me this opportunity and, and still to this day, like I'm never entitled, never. I'm always I, like when he threw me that game ball at the end of the game, I tried, I was like, it just had the heat. I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want any attention. I'm a tight ends coach. I'm just trying to coach the tight ends. But it, I think a lot of it's just from, you know, he, you know, he was, you know, he started calling me about potential this job and then ended up hiring me. And, you know, of course I was very confident because I, you know, I played the position and I coached in college for a couple of years and, and I was, you know, I was with Kubiak and that West Coast offense kind of stuff. And Frank was the assistant offensive line coach when I was in playing with the Texans. So I kind of knew some people there. And when I decided I wanted to coach maybe after year four. And a lot of it's just, you know, it's all about who you know and it's all about your reputation kind of thing. So I didn't know Zach personally, but I knew his brother. His brother was in Philadelphia as a like a quality control quarterbacks coach. Right. And and really, mainly the reason I, I got fortunate enough that Zach gave me this opportunity, and I'm forever grateful, is that he knew, I think he just knew some people that knew me that coached me, like the special teams coordinator at Philadelphia and his brother and some guys that he really trusted kind of vouched for me, I believe. And, and that's, you know, I'm forever indebted to those guys too. And that's what it's all about. Just like this job right now, it's like I'm not, you know, I don't, you know, coaching, it's you never know year to year, but. I just trying to do my job here and just be, do the best I possibly can at this tight end position job. And I'm happy as can be like these, you know, never entitled to this. I'm coaching NFL. Like there's a lot of people that want to do this. So I'm trying to just every single day treating it like I could get fired tomorrow. So I'm just trying to make sure I'm doing my job and make sure the tight ends are motivated and they know that I care that the tight ends for sure that they know that I'm really caring. I'm really trying to help. And I'm, all, I'm also trying to, you know, trying to make the head coach look good make the offense coordinator look good and and i get to do all that while i'm just doing football stuff and that's that's the best thing because no greater sport than football it's the best thing around there's everybody's got to work together and got to be tough guys and it's it's a beacon of hope for society football well i agree a hundred thousand percent with everything you just said and uh 
you know, there's there's only th 32 of the jobs that you job that you have. There's only 32 of them in the world. And you've got one of them, and it's well earned and well deserved. And uh, you know, I, Zach is just so happy and, and thrilled that uh, that he's got you as his tight end coach for sure. And and so are the tight ends that have uh, benefited by your expertise as a coach. And Cincinnati's very fortunate, sir. Congratulations on a big day from your tight end position. They certainly uh, they work work hard to to, to get everything that that comes their way. There's no question about it. And appreciate you carving time. I know it's a busy time of the week. And, and thanks for uh, giving some to us, Coach Casey. Thank you, Dave. And thanks for shining a little light on the tight ends. We're gonna we're gonna keep it going. I hear that. I'll tell you. They in my mind, it's great athlete because they have to block like a lineman, catch like a receiver. I mean, it's it that hybrid stuff you have to do at that tight end position. I think they're the most unique athletes on the football team. I really do. They're, they're unique, just individuals too. Unique yep. people. Like you got to be a certain, you got to be unselfish, smart, tough, like versatile. Like, so, you know, I think if I was a company and I was a CEO of a company and I was looking for people to hire, one of the first people I consider would be, you know, elite tight ends that can also block because you kind of already know a lot about that person. If he can block, and he can he knows everything he's probably a certain type of person that's that's going to find a way to be successful and you just described yourself sir appreciate your time <laughs> thank you you're the man thank you thank you take care dave lapham here that was awesome and every day i am grateful for my experience to have played professional football as a player i realized self-motivation leadership and appreciating your teammates are key at first star logistics you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family build your future by working hard like i did you'll see results both on and off the field call first star logistics today and be part of our winning team